Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This portion of Underground USA is brought to you by Delvecchio Defense Instruction, DDI. Hit your bullseye with DDI. DDI offers NRA certified instruction in basic pistol safety, NRA pistol marksmanship simulator training, women on target, and their non-lethal refuse to be a victim program. You can also engage in DDI's non-lethal defense training, where they have warrior workshops, empower hour, safe showings workshops, safe hearts workshops, and damsel sister safety. To find out more, log on to bullseyeddi.com, that's bullseyeddi.com, or email Lori, L-A-U-R-I-E, at bullseyeddi.com. Welcome back to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. I am here with my radio partner, Andy Limbaugh, uh, bringing you some uh, some good grist for critical thinking, um, which is something that you don't get a lot in the in the, the mainstream media these days. They like to tell you what to think, how to think, when to think it, and then go to bed. And uh, we say, hey, Let's stay up and talk about it a little bit more. Maybe we can find some solutions. Um, you can find everything we do over at undergroundusa.com. Uh, please sign up for the for the newsletter. It comes out once a day, once during the weekend, uh, maybe twice during the weekend if there's enough stories that actually provoke um, you know, critical thought. Uh, we'd like to present the news over there without opinion and then get into an analysis immediately underneath about why the story is important. Hopefully, it's critical, folks. It's critical. Yeah, it's uh, today we're getting we're getting spoon-fed propaganda from mainstream media that's that's uh, shopping uh, preconceived and, and predetermined narratives. Uh, we're we're not getting the ability to actually talk about and, and debate, you know, uh, amongst ourselves about what's what's going on. Uh, one story that that the media was absolutely disingenuous on, um, by far was uh, the shootings, the recent shootings, the mass shootings that we've we've gone through, the one in Atlanta at the spa and then the one in Boulder. Uh, they covered both of those because um, it kind of fit into their narrative. They sort of got caught with their pants down in the one in Boulder because they thought it was a, a white guy shooting everything up, and they started reporting that when they found out it was a, uh, a Syrian a Syrian of uh, Muslim denomination who was mentally ill and didn't necessarily care for the United States. They had to do a lot of backpedaling. Um, the, what was it? The race and inclusion editor from USA today was, was fired because she said, it's always an angry white man. Always. Well, not, <laughs> not this and time. There's knee jerk reactions. And, and, you know, finally somebody called him on it. Yeah. Now, and one of the things that are, that are, are today's journalists do um, that they're very good at is the sin of omission. Uh, the, the, just as much as propagandizing in a story is a problem with them, not covering things that can that can show a balance 
or or an an alternative version of the of the preconceived narrative that they want to shop is also something they've become very good at not covering stories. One of them came out of Atlanta two days after the Boulder shooting. There was a man who went into a Publix, which is a a large chain, a little higher end food store in the South. Um, he had an AR-15 and five other weapons and a boatload of ammunition, and he was wearing uh, he was wearing a, a Kevlar vest. Not headed to the local gun show to trade. No. He walked in and he, he made a beeline for the bathrooms. And in most publics, they're right in the front. Um, and an astute and, and aware customer saw this, said, that's not right. And went up to the, to the service desk, said, you better call the cops because there's going to be bad things happening here. And luckily, the response was quick enough to when Rico Marley, a 22-year-old black man, when he came out of the out of the toilet, locked and loaded and ready to go, the police were there to disarm him, arrest him, and take him away, avoiding another mass casualty incident that would have probably exceeded Boulder, and and probably exceeded the the death toll in in Atlanta at the spas. But we didn't hear a lot about this because it didn't fit the prefabricated narrative that the media wants to present in that, A, guns are bad, but B, only white men with guns are bad. Yeah. Rico Marley wasn't a white guy going in to shoot up the Publix. He was a black man armed to the teeth going in to shoot up a Publix. And that didn't fit the narrative of Black Lives Matter. White supremacy is bad, and it's everywhere, and guns, the inanimate object, kill people. Yeah, and and thank God that somebody was proactive enough and, to your point, said, this ain't right. Yeah. And called the cops, and what would have happened? What would have happened, could have happened, if this guy just started going crazy and, and just started shooting up the place? Well, everybody, including Publix, would be sued at the wazoo for not having enough security in place, et cetera, to be able to have prevented something like that, a mass murder like that. And and I've also got to think that there is a political component to this that they didn't want to report on. Because when you look at one of the one of the people who donated to uh, to actually uh, produce the January 6th rally. And, and it's important to divorce the rally from what happened on Capitol Hill. The rally was over when what happened on Capitol Hill happened on January 6th. One of the people who dropped some coin to make sure that that rally could take place was the woman who, whose family owns the Publix food stores. Ah. So, so I missed yeah, that. Yeah. So I don't necessarily think that this wasn't a, a pre, pre-thought out type of thing. That this wasn't something that was that was uh, not purposeful. That this man in Atlanta, and which remember we just went through a special election in in Georgia. That was a hotbed for a special election, <laughs> and and yeah, well, yeah, it was a special election. It was like a you short think? bus special election. Yeah. Um, um, just a bunch of window lickers. I'm going to <laughs> and I'm I'm going to hear about that, but I don't care. Yes, you are. Um, at the you know, pubics. 
At the pubics. At the pubics. Maybe I'll run into gerbil ovaries there. Um, or, or dildo Blasio. That's right. Um, but this is, you know, we didn't hear about this. We did, and, and if it would have come out, and I don't know, because the story's gone dark, maybe he did tell the police that he had an axe to grind with the people at Publix because they supported the racist Trump. I don't know. It'll be interesting to find out when the court, when he when he goes to court, if in fact this comes up in any kind of testimony. I'm gonna bet it's a long shot, but I'm gonna bet that it does. I'll bet you that's why he picked the Publix. And you wonder why we get accused of of thinking things like that the way we do. Because well, <laughs> what are we supposed? What else are we supposed to think? And all these th- things keep happening. And then they they call us, you know, oh, we're 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 promoting, you know, conspiracy theories, et cetera. Well, what are we supposed to think? And half the time these things turn out that they aren't conspiracy theories, that they actually were supposed to happen the way that they were or intended. Yeah, and and it becomes a it becomes a page twenty six addendum to the story six months on. Right. Exactly. Because it because it didn't fit the sensationalism of the moment. And and affect some kind of political narrative that the that the people who published the paper wanted to push. You know, this is if, if he would have walked out, and if and if the public store in Atlanta is is laid out the way most of the public stores are laid out, the the bathrooms are adjacent to where the where the where the uh, the checkout lines are. Yeah. And where is your biggest biggest constitution of people? Your your biggest concentration of people when you go to a grocery store? It's at the checkout lines. Just and waiting. Ingress, egress. Yeah. Right there. Now, imagine, and like you said before, if he would have come out blazing, if he would have come out just blazing with his weapons, how many people he could have killed at that uh, at the checkout right there? Why aren't we hearing about that? Why aren't we hearing about about the condition of his mental state? Why aren't we hearing if these were legally attained guns or illegally attained guns? Yeah, exactly. Because Quite honestly, you know, Chicago's got the most draconian gun laws in in the country, and you can get anything you want there. You could you could probably get a bazooka if you wanted. Yeah. You know. But so no, that, I mean you're right. Just just conspicuously silent on all of this. Yeah. No questions, and th- and those would be good journalistic questions given the events of the day. Two mass shootings in less than a week. You know, it, it's not like it's a topic that's being rehashed. It was a hot topic. But we've we've got a disingenuous media who's decided, well, you know, we, we there's other things to cover. What, what, what are we covering? Well, Joe Biden tripped up the steps. Yeah, they, they control what they determine is important. And whatever they determine that is important, half the time they make the stuff up. Yeah. Yeah, there was nothing to make up about about this story, though. Heck, no, there wasn't. You know, there's nothing nothing to make up at all. the The fact is that it was a a very deadly day was averted because somebody was somebody was aware and chose to say something. Imagine if that person and you you brought up this point earlier. Imagine if that person was the way that our society has molded just about everybody today. It's none of my business. Keep looking down. Make your way to the door. What if he wouldn't have said anything? Right. No kidding. 
you know, the media, the media wants to keep us divided. The the politicians want to keep us divided. The activists want to keep us divided. They don't want us engaging with each other. They don't want us talking to each other. Quite frankly, I, I believe they've come to a point in time where they don't even want us to care about each other. Yeah. You know, so um, thank thank God for this person who who said I got to say something. He, you know, there's a hero in the story. It's him. You know, and I'm I'm a little surprised too because the the uh, uh, the name of the person who who let the uh, the the security at the Publix know um, his name is his name is out there, and and that's a little surprising because. In in today's environment, I'm surprised there aren't people showing up at his door threatening to kill him. Oh yeah, well, you, or threatening what? harm. Well, you saw this. You saw a black man walk into a grocery store and immediately thought he was going to shoot people. Yeah, you you racist bastard. Oh it's, no, exactly. it was it's because he was holding an AR-15 and he had a bandolero on. Right. No kidding. You know, well, are you sure it wasn't because of the color of his skin? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. It, it looked kind of weird that someone was walking in with an AR-15 to a Publix, seeing as how they don't sell ammunition here. You know, no, no, there's got to be a racial component to it. Have you ever had, uh, have you ever been uh, accused of being a racist, sir? You know, do, do, you, do you own a pointy hood? Is it upstairs in a trunk in your in your attic someplace? Can you prove that you're not a racist, sir? Yeah. You know, th- just, this is this just... is this is where we live. And and it wasn't like that. And you, tell me, I, I'm I'm going to go out on a limb and say you had the same kind of experience coming up as I did. When I grew up as as a kid in the '60s and the '70s, and our our schools were pretty damn big on touting the, the, the teaching of Martin Luther King Jr. that you're not supposed to see the color of someone's skin. Exactly. That shouldn't make a difference about how you how you see respect or or analyze a person at all skin color shouldn't be a component it should be the conduct of their character if someone's a jerk and they're black then they're a jerk who happens to be black if someone's a jerk and they're white then they're a jerk who happens to be white the commonality there is that the person's a jerk it had nothing to do with the color of his skin had nothing to do with his religious preference, had nothing to do with his gender identity. The you left know, has found their niche in identity politics. That's all they have. What happened to the left's just absolute condemnation of racial profiling? Well, if it fits their narrative and it fits their purposes, hey, perfect. You, know, rip, man. you you can't stop this man because of the color of his skin. You have to you can't see color when you do this. But you're telling me today that I have to see color in everything. Yeah. You know, yeah, and this well, this was a long ago that we had the, the the discussion about racial profiling. Hell, that was that was that was back when Barack Obama was having his beer summit. <laughs> Jeez. I know. I know. What oh Jesus. You know, yeah. so, so when when did it when did it radically change from don't you dare ever see color or you're a racist to you better see color. Otherwise, you're a racist. 
Yeah, it's just it's literally gone from one end of the spectrum to the other. But yeah. see, this is this is what they do though. When one thing starts to get worn out, then they just create something else. And then they just go with it and that's gospel. Normally normally they they put some they put some pickles between the meat and the bread though. You know, they they put a little some a little spacer between the complete 180 in 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 narrative. This went from seeing race, boy, you are the most contemptible pig ever created by God, to if you're not seeing race and you don't embrace the fact that you're intrinsically a racist because of the color of your skin, then you're you're the biggest pig that God created. Yeah. If you if you went with their philosophy when they were saying don't see color, then if if you said okay you're right you know I shouldn't see color and I'm not going to do that anymore. Well now because you took a knee to that bullshit, you you're a racist. And you're supposed to be colored blind. Yes. 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 You know, but we've gotten away from from any kind of of merit-based kind of examination of our society. You know, if 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 there's somebody who's putting out a job for somebody who knows Japanese tempura cooking, if you don't hire a a minority to do that, even if the best chef in the world for tempura is white, you have to marginalize the quality of how you want to you want to make your fried tempura because you can't hire the best chef because of the color of his skin. Is that beer based better tempura? I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna go okay. with a I'm gonna go with a Milwaukee Japanese restaurant. A little hoppy maybe, you know, a little add, a, add, a, add a little add a little extra, you know, you kick could, to that. Straight IPA tempura. Ooh. Yeah. Pass the chopsticks, please. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, but it's, it's the same thing with teaching. It's the same thing with police departments, fire departments. I can, I can say from, from being in the, in the fire service for as long as I was that there was, you know, not only affirmative action hires, but promotions. And the person who scored highest on all of the tests wasn't necessarily number one on the list because of the color of his skin. Yeah. And and when you talk to anybody and you say, do you want someone who who satisfied a, a racial diversity quota um, masking up to come into a smoke-filled burning house to get you out? Or do you want the person who can do it best and quickest? And if I'm on the receiving end of that, I want the latter. Yeah. And and, and nobody nobody that I know of says otherwise. No, if my life exactly. if my if my life's on the line, I want the person who knows best how to do it, who does it the quickest and the most efficiently. I want to be as safe as I possibly can in that kind of a situation. Yeah, right. but, but we couldn't let that guy have the gig because he wasn't the right color or the right gender or the right gender identity. Uh, we we have to get away from racializing every single thing in our culture because we're killing ourselves it's tearing it's literally tearing the country apart it's right in front of our eyes and and i'm not saying that hiring people who happen to be minorities dumbs down the culture that is not what i'm saying absolutely not what i'm saying is that when you don't hire the best people for the job you are marginalizing excellence you are you are you are saying that we can't attain the best of the best 
to do the job. And my God, when that comes to the positions at places like NASA, when it comes to positions like like our, our special forces in the military, when it comes to police and fire and medicine and 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 research, you want the best. Darn you right. need the best. That's the only way to have the advancements that we've been able to benefit from during a time when merit-based advancement and and hiring was actually something. It actually makes you have to do good in school to become a more educated human being. And it makes and it creates the competition that keeps that going you have to have the competition because once the competition starts or stops then you get complacency and when you get complacency mistakes happen and that's when really bad things start to happen yeah and and you and you don't you, you don't quest for the next level if there is no incentive right. to quest for for being better so that the competition is competition is achieved then everything slows down. And that's just human nature. You want to be the best you can be, but hello, that's exactly what the left does. They, they keep, they keep the permanent underclass on purpose, you know, Mm -hmm. and after a while, if you, if you keep getting free stuff and you don't have to, you know, I look, I'm not saying you don't help people. Absolutely. You help people, but you get them back on their feet, you know, and, and, and help them to, 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 to button up the chin strap, you know, and get after it again. But, you know, once, you know, after a while, it's like, you know, what's the, what's the point? I'm okay. I'm, I'm just going to do this and I'm going to take my free stuff and I'm going to be an absolutely miserable human being. And, and that that's is what a, the left wants. That is exactly what socialism affords. Absolutely. When, when you know that you're going to get your government check, and that no matter how hard you work, that's what you're going to get. There is no advancement. This is your job. Go to your job. Do your job. Go home. There, There is no thinking outside the box. There is no reward for working harder. There is no reward for inventing new things. There's no reward for it because it all belongs to the state. Incentive for excellence evaporates. Yeah. You know, and and this is what this is what the people like Aok and Talib and Omar and and Presley and and all of these these the squad members and their and their their ilk brethren that when they talk about democratic socialism and the equity of outcome, which is much different than than equality of opportunity. Okay. I'm all for equality of opportunity. The Constitution right. says there should be. You betcha. Everybody's got the opportunity to, to, to advance. If you study hard, you study what you want to be the best at, you apply yourself, you can, you can achieve and you can be a success. But when the government starts saying that there will be equity and outcome, that no matter how hard you work and strive to be the best, that you will be on an equal plane with somebody who just laid back in the lounge chair, showed up late for work and never did anything but the bare minimum. What's the incentive to be excellent? They just keep their heel on your on your back and they don't let you up and they don't allow you the opportunity. That's that's the sad part. They this, just uh, they keep you down on purpose. I this, mean it, it's it's absolutely unthinkable about how sick those people are. 
this this neo-progressive movement that is really just Marxist at its base. Um, and and by the way, they are the useful idiots of of the global oligarchs who are pushing this great reset crap. Isn't that for sure? It's it's the it's the BLM activists that are out there doing the dirty work. You know, this and then is, they get nothing after it's over with. Yeah, this is this is a useful idiot thing here. Everybody's been been worried about the United States becoming a socialist or a Marxist country. That that is. They want you worried about that. That's not happening. We're falling to a global oligarchy where the very, very rich will determine exactly what's going to happen around the globe. Yep. And when they digitize the money, then we're screwed. Yep. And 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 BLM and Antifa and people like AOC, all these people preaching democratic socialism, they're the bright, shiny thing that are to keep you occupied while these people execute this this incredible oppression onto the people of the globe you know it's going to come either by finance or the bullet but it's but they want it to come that's why Um, i keep saying look you know look at what's going on in my right hand not in my left the right hand is all the funny funny cool you know shiny stuff but mm -hmm. the real stuff that's going on the scary stuff's happening in the left hand that nobody sees until it's too late and and when you look at stories like the one we were talking about about this rico marley uh, and when the media doesn't report something that serious and that important, especially in the wake of two identical situations where there was bloodshed, you're seeing the apparatus at play manipulating the way you get to see current events today by not reporting on something that would give you a different perspective on, on the problem that's happening. Exactly. It's it's they are delinquent and and we really have to start holding the press's feet to the fire and and that takes a concerted effort. But the one thing you don't have to do is you don't have to worry about holding our feet to the fire. We do that pretty much by ourselves. Yes, we do. And I'm that just uh, that gets me in the mood to thinking about start sipping some nice tea. You see how I'd like I I like the way you think. One of our one of our major sponsors is the Emerald Coast Tea Company. It is a a female owned USA owned company that uh that uses USA grown tea plants. None of this imported Chinese stuff. None of the stuff from all of these countries that have been trying to manipulate the dollar and and you know this is the same Countries, China, didn't they go through a whole binge of poisoning dog food, killing our dogs and stuff like that? I, I just, I don't, I don't want anything from China. I, I really don't. I, I want them to go back to being the sleeping bear, giant, whatever it is, pig, rat, whatever it is. Go back over there and do what you do, and 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 get out of here. Um, but. Yeah, God, go over to Emerald Coast Tea Company and try some some tea that's grown and and blended and packaged and sent out and and everything here right here in the USA. It's a small business. Help a small business out. And if you use the promo code USAT USATEA, you'll get free shipping. Which today I think for even a a one ounce widget is what ten thousand dollars shipping. Yeah, and and that's just halfway. Yeah, that just gets you to uh, Peoria. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Shipping to the, when you tra- get- to the Peoria transfer yeah. station, and then it goes on from there. Yeah, then they lose it. The tracking just stops at Peoria. <laughs> That's right. You know, you don't know where the hell's probably. You know, it could be going to Connecticut, Iceland, Reykjavik. 
Well, the guys are smart there. They'll take the tea home, drink it. Yeah, see, it's just a, we, we we lost it, but I but I've got a really good antioxidant push on. That's the idea. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. He is Andy Limbaugh. We'll be right back after this. Handcrafted exotic blend teas at the lowest shipping cost anywhere. Hi, I'm CJ, owner of the Emerald Coast Tea Company. We ship our premium gourmet blends with Sindel offering you the lowest shipping prices anywhere, while also being carbon neutral. Excellent tea at the right price. Check us out at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mama's tea. Podcasting is hard, but it doesn't have to be. Introducing the science of a podcast, hosted by Spreaker from iHeart. This weekly podcast looks at the many sides of the podcasting industry, from success, growth, and technology to the varying challenges we all face. This is one podcast about podcasting you don't want to miss. New episodes launch every Tuesday. Listen to the science of a podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.